Welcome to the Visualize You show. I'm your host, Beth Hewitt, and each week on the show, we'll talk about how you can live, love, and visualize the life and business of your dreams. I'll bring you interviews with inspirational people who have taken that path already so that you can learn the practical skills that will help you to do the same. Let me help you to recognize your self-worth, honor your skills, and become confident being who you are always supposed to be. Now let's get on with the show. Hi everybody, welcome back to episode 8 to 6 of the Visualize You Show. I'm your host, Beth Hewitt, and this is the second part of the amazing, inspiring and motivating interview that I did with my mentor and coach, Des Debreva. Now, if you're not familiar with Des, she is the branding queen. Des is a brand strategist and a membership site expert. She's also a TEDx speaker and published author, and she has worked with businesses from all over the world in over 50 different industries and in some of the most competitive markets in the world and just help them build profitable brands turning them into recurring revenue machines and she can do the same for you whether you've got a business or a business idea or not des is recognized for her unconventional approach to business because she dives into the true essence of the human being behind the brand and she helps them build an empire simply by being 100 percent authentically themselves And she was the one that supported me through her guidance, her programs, how to launch the Visualize and Thrive Business Club, which I launched back in February 2022. In this episode, we delve even deeper into the life lessons that Des has experienced along her journey and stick around to find out how you can work with Des in her five-day challenge that has the power to transform your life and your business. Now, in this episode, we talk about how creating a fake persona online can actually feel really horrible, especially when you start to have success by using that persona, but then you start to feel that you're not in love with what you have created and that you are just not being authentically you. We talk about how you should never settle for being simply tolerated in your business. You either need to be loved or hated, and owning both of these is going to make you highly profitable. Des shares with us how cyberbullying and her own stalker took her from not wanting to exist at one time to now no longer caring whatsoever about what other people think of her in her powerful transformation and realization. We discuss that whenever anybody attacks you on or offline, it is never ever about you and it is always undoubtedly about them. We discuss how Des feels that she's been called to help others gain confidence and how right now there hasn't been an easier time to really quit and give up on ourselves because there's a lot of anxiety and we've all been through a lot over the last couple of years. And the question that you should be asking yourself right now is, are you really ready for entrepreneurship? If you are, then why not join us in Des's free five-day challenge. It starts on the 23rd of May and you can be part of an event to help you create your six-figure membership blueprint that will allow you to get stable recurring clients every single month using Desa's ultra simple framework, even if you don't have a business or even a business idea just yet. Let's head over to Des now where we left her in the final episode. I can't wait for you to get so much wisdom and knowledge out of this episode 
And do remember to check out the show notes of how you could be joining us over five days completely for free to create your own recurring revenue machine. So if you could identify, and sometimes this isn't easy, but if you could identify maybe one or two lessons from maybe the highest and the lowest points on your journey, what do you think you've learned along the way? One thing I learned, not from myself, but from watching a lot of other people is that if you try to achieve things by putting a mask on and just not being yourself, which can Mm -hmm. feel very comforting at times if you're not confident and if you have imposter syndrome, like faking things. And like a lot of people want to project the persona online that is who they want to be, but not who they really are. I think that's the most common thing. Mm -hmm. If you do that, success is not going to feel very sweet. It's going to feel like you didn't really achieve it because you didn't. Some fake version of you did. And I've seen that in a lot of people who've then come to me wanting to fix that with a rebranding process because they realized I'm making all this money and it feels horrible like I'm not in love with what I do anymore that's one thing and one lesson I learned from myself the hard way (laughs) is that you cannot just settle for being tolerated you have to either be loved or be hated and both of those things will be profitable for you But more importantly, we'll spread your impact further because I have seen at this point the worst things said about me in different places online. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've seen the best things said and even the worst things said spread my impact further because a lot of people, they will not believe somebody shaming another person. They'll follow you and then they'll fall in love with you and let themselves be impacted by you. So these are probably two things I learned from people being at the top, but not being happy. And then for me, just like going from nothing to what I have now Mm -hmm. by following this mantra of I will not settle for being tolerated. I don't care how you feel about me. As long as you think about me and feel some type of way, I'm good because it means you're allowing yourself to be impacted. Mm -hmm. And hate buying is a thing. (laughs) Hate buying is a thing. And I did not know that, but Mm I Googled it a few years ago and I was very surprised. A lesson from my lower points. Oh, that's a good question. You're good. I'm trying to revert back to maybe four or five years ago, what was going through my mind. Well, I'm just wondering whether we've not touched on like the cyberbullying and the trolls oh. and how you deal with that. And I wonder if that obviously was one of the low, lower parts of your life, whether we could go there. Yeah, that was. It's so funny because it never really stopped. It mm-hmm. started when I was 18, went on for about five years in a really bad way where in the first two years I was at my lowest point in my life, which I highly doubt I will ever be in again because it was just the lowest you can get. And that was when I was just a little insecure girl who was never taught about conf- the importance of confidence and how it can save your life. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever raised me to believe in myself because my parents didn't believe in themselves either. Mm-hmm. That's how they were raised. And it's a whole cycle of... Yeah. I don't know, misery. It sounds horrible, but it is. And I didn't want to raise my kids that way. So I'm glad I escaped from it. But the cyberbullying got me from, okay, I don't want to exist anymore to, huh, actually I can exist as exactly who I am. And I don't care if people are not okay with that. But that took years and years and years of me just going through the motions, surrounding myself with better people, And eventually I had a stalker. That person fizzled out because they Mm -hmm. got bored because I stopped responding. The worst thing you can do to somebody harassing you is respond. And that also shows how not confident you are. 
and it still goes on today from this time because I'm more of a public figure mm -hmm. I get it a lot from all kinds of people but I will say zero triggers I just don't care I yeah. think and I always say this because people ask me how can I achieve that I cannot fully teach you that because for me it took not wanting to exist in this world anymore yeah. to stop caring and I don't want you to go through what I went through and yeah, considering sure. ending your life nobody should mm -hmm. go through that to stop caring about being harassed I will say one thing a lot of people are trying to fight the good fight and eliminate sexual harassment and cyberbullying and that's great keep fighting let's educate our kids better let's create better humans better culture but it will never disappear yeah. There will always be people going through trauma. There will always be hurt people. There will always be bullies. Therefore, there will always be victims. So the best thing that you can do, sure, fight against it, report it, whatever. But you have to work on yourself because that creates a ripple effect. Absolutely. So by me being the confident person I am and showing consistently to people how much it doesn't affect me, I truly, I don't just believe I know that other people look at that and slowly become that themselves. Mm -hmm. And that I think for like, compared to the impact I've had from my business, I think this type of impact I've had is even more powerful because yeah, I've helped a lot of people through my business. I've hopefully changed some lives, but this saves lives. Yeah. And that's so powerful. You've got a wonderful TEDx talk around that what people yeah. can find. And I put that in the show notes as well, where you talk more about that journey. I love the way that you deal with trolls it's funny and I've been involved in some of that funny shenanigans as well on <laughs> on your fan pages and, and elsewhere but I'm the same as you so whilst at one time I would have been I'm bothered about the people that matter in my life they think of me and I'm getting better at that I never really was bothered about so anybody that I have got no affiliation with who I don't know from Adam I've always been like if somebody wants to have a go at me or say anything bad it's, it's always just been water for ducks back never ever bothered mm. me because it's about not giving them your power but the minute that you lean into that and get your back up and get offended and get all angry about it you, you you're essentially just handing over your power to somebody oh. who you don't even know didn't know existed yesterday yeah so your power it? your attention absolutely but it's is a choice but mm -hmm. a lot of people are, are very defensive of that choice and uh -huh. they think it's the basic human right to be offended i would urge you to start <laughs> looking at places around the world where that's not even yeah. a conversation and yeah. acknowledge your privilege but mm -hmm. it's it all comes down to one thing and it's fully connected to what you just said you don't feel affected because you have realized one thing it's mm -hmm. not about you Whenever you get attacked, it is not about you. Anybody who has something to say that is negative, who is not a troll, they will contact you privately. They will say something and they'll say it in a kinder way as constructive criticism. Mm -hmm. I, I welcome constructive criticism. It's been one of the main reasons that my business got to where it is because we always implement based on the constructive criticism we get from audience members, paying clients, but being attacked and being trolled it's not about you somebody's having a bad day you were there something inside of you obviously they're not on your frequency if somebody is on a very low frequency and you seem to them that you're on a higher one mm -hmm. they're just gonna feel so bad by what you represent that they in their mind will have no other choice than to attack you in some way and try to get you down to their level as mm -hmm. long as you realize that you'll never be affected again yeah We've talked a little bit about 
kind of the journey that you've been on I talk a lot about people having a calling or whispers or something that's calling them throughout that journey some people feel that and some people don't do you feel now where you are in this point in your life that there's a common thread that's been pulling you along I think it's the confidence thing for me. Mm-hmm. When I started my business, I made no connection to it. I was just trying to make it. I just wanted to not perpetuate the cycle that my my family has been in for many generations, probably since the very beginning. And then as time went on, uh, in my very first year in business, so many people that I've worked with started coming to me and saying, I feel so much more confident just from being in your world. Mm-hmm. I'm not even talking to me the way I am to you now, one-to-one, just from being in there. And that's when I realized it's actually my responsibility. And I do feel called to do this in some way because there aren't many people out there who sell confidence because I truly believe I sell confidence. I don't sell courses or memberships or whatever. I sell the idea of confidence to people. I don't want anybody to ever be in my world without feeling 10 times more confident just from that. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not in what I say. It's not even in how I make people feel. It's about getting them to realize that everything was already inside of them, but society got them to believe that it wasn't. So slowly, any type of self-belief, self-worth, confidence dissipated. Um, So I'm a big fan of getting people to understand that it's not external. You never feel confident by comparing yourself to other people or, I don't know, dyeing your hair. And I know how hypocritical that sounds, but (laughs) I don't diet to feel confident. I think it's the other way around. I feel confident in any type of self-expression. Like little old me when I was 19, severely cyberbullied, I was a little blonde Barbie doll because that's what everybody expected me to be where I come from. Mm -hmm. So it took a huge mindset shift and me regaining my confidence to become, even in how I look, the person I am today. That's so powerful. When you said that the confidence piece, so I got goosebumps. So whenever I get goosebumps, when I'm working with anybody, that means that we're onto something. (laughs) So I I definitely believe that's a massive part of of your calling and what you're always going to continue to do in the world. So we've all got these skills and experiences that we have a master of this journey. And you, you've just called on that a little bit in terms of getting those skills and experiences out of people and showing them that what makes them and they can be fully confident in that. But I like to call them superpowers. Mm. These things that we can do very easily or we become really simple to us or maybe it's something that we've learned that we've really just got really good at. What do you think your superpowers are? I have this thing where I think it classifies as that, but I can look at a person and just have a two minute conversation with them and I can see exactly what they're capable of. Like I'm talking, I can see the next 50 years of their life Mm -hmm. and I know how to reverse engineer every little step from that. Mm -hmm. As long as I know what I want out of life, I see exactly and it's the path. There's no fog. I see the path to get there crystal clearly, if that's a phrase. Yeah. And I just wish that everybody could see that for themselves. But I think people like us are just put here for that purpose. Not everybody is good at everything. Some people are amazing at what they do, but they just don't see the path forward. And that's where we come in. You're really good at that. I think Hannah was an example of that, where she was going to be going on this photography path and now look at now her membership and the sales. Yeah. And And it's so crazy Mm -hmm. because she is so good at sales Mm -hmm. and understanding the psychology behind buying behavior and all of that. It just never occurred to her that she can have a business and then Mm -hmm. it never occurred to her how to build that business. 
I, I literally had a, a short chat with her and I was like, okay, <laughs> I know it now. We're going to do this and this. And she was like, okay, that works. <laughs> she just did it. Do you know what it is though? I think when we come out of corporate, we've d- we're, we're known for something. Mm-hmm. And so I was similar. I was the same in that when I first came out and I started my business, it was more that I was going to work more with, it was more going to be like life coaching. It was going to be less about the business, but I'd worked in business support for the last 10 years. So everything I knew was about supporting businesses to grow, but it took, it took me a period of time of going through recurring revenue and figuring out my brand and what really is my niche and who am I really attracting that I thought actually it's the thing that I've been doing in corporate it's just with my own spin it's with my own brand and it's with the way that I want to do it rather than doing it the way that I'm getting paid to do it for somebody else that makes perfect sense I never thought of that I just have never been in the corporate world so there's Uh a lot of things that to this day I'm learning about how your experience there impacts your Uh your thoughts about yourself your behaviors with other people it's fascinating because we're really good at that if we've had a really successful career in that we've got all of those skills and experiences that we can pull in pull into this and it's all about just connecting those dots or jigsaw pieces in a different way but in a way that now resonates with you and that you actually want to be doing in the world because you didn't want to be doing it over there in corporate world you want to be doing it over here for you and I think it was the same with Hannah she'd obviously been really good successful in her career she wants to do something completely different. She wants to be a photographer. And then she realized, actually, I'm really good at that stuff. Why am I going to let, why am I going to let that go? Exactly. We've talked about recurring revenue. We've got the challenge that's going to be coming up. So we'll pop the link in the show notes. I can't, I can't wait for more people to get involved in that because it's changed my life and it's continuing to change my life. And you're impacting so many different people. Check out that link in the show notes. Just finally though, Des, this is the Visualize You show. So what do you visualize for you? Recurring revenue, badass brand squad. What's new for you in the future? What's coming up? It's funny, but when you ask that question, something popped. You know how sometimes uh-huh. you feel like, okay, this is how I should probably answer, but something <laughs> different popped into my mind when you said, "What do you vi- visualize?" Uh-huh. What I visualize is, I am a part of that because obviously I'm the facilitator of it, but I'm just considering what's happening in the world and what's been happening for over two years now and we've been through a pandemic we're going through a war that likely will last for a very long time and just expand it can either be very dark people's futures can either be very dark or they can be very bright Mm -hmm. and I just want to be a part of making as many futures as possible as bright as possible because Mm -hmm. right now and this is the the message I want to leave this with something I shared in my community recently now is the perfect time to begin making excuses. It is the perfect time to give up. There's never been a, in our lifetime, depending on how old you are, <laughs> but in my lifetime, there's never been a better time to give up. Mm-hmm. We have so much anxiety. We've been put through so much in the last two years that we have, we feel like we have every right to say it didn't work out. I'll move on. I'll get a job or whatever. And I'm seeing so many people do exactly that. So the next few years will show exactly who was meant to be an entrepreneur and who wasn't. And I don't say that to be harsh. I don't believe entrepreneurship is for everyone. I think Mm -hmm. everyone can do it, but mentally it's not for everyone. Mm -hmm. So my advice is take some time and figure out, is this for you or is it not? And if it is, no excuses, just don't give yourself a choice. I Mm -hmm. honestly believe that if you work every day, as if you don't have any other choices and this is what you are meant for. And if you don't do it, the world will collapse. 
which your world might, my world would have collapsed if I hadn't done this, then you will have no choice but to succeed. I love that. And that's one of the things as well. So sometimes people will come to me and they've got this idea of what they want to do in the world, but then they go through all the whole, how is that going to happen? And then I'll say to them, what if I said to you tomorrow, that thing that you've always wanted to do, you're not allowed to do it anymore. You just, it's not a thing. You can't do it anymore. And then they've got the like, they're taken aback because that's never going to go away. If you've got that level of calling or whisper, then that's the thing that you need to do in the world. So if kind of the work that Des is doing in the world and the recurring revenue, if that can help you get to that end goal, then definitely jump on this challenge. Where can people find out more about you? Just type Des the Brave <laughs> every, literally everywhere. That's D-S-D-O-B-R-E-V-A. Or go to Google and type the Branding Queen and you'll find me all over social media. Thank you so much for being here today. It's been an absolute pleasure finding out more about you and your journey and uh, I can't wait for our listeners to hear all about you and your world so thank you very much thank you for inviting me I hope people got a lot of value out of this and I can't wait to see everyone in the challenge hey friend thank you so much for listening to the visualize you show if you enjoyed this episode then why not subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and if you would like to be with a chance to win 12 months access to the visualize and thrive business club lounge then simply tag me and the show anywhere you like on your social media. Simply use the hashtag VisualizeYouShow. And if you catch my eye, then you could be sitting in the lounge next month. So until next time, remember to visualize you.